Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Game Rivals. I am your host, Maximilian X, coming to you as always from the internets and beyond and there's not a lot of news, but the news that is there, my goodness, I can, I don't even want to start with that. I want to end with that. So um, I'm just, we're getting to the end of the year, people. Uh, the Game Awards are like a month away. Uh, the end of the year is near. Uh, game of the Year discussions are going to be starting very soon. I'll definitely be talking about like the year in gaming. Uh, that I've experienced this year, uh, most definitely. Um, also look forward to uh, more collabs coming uh, before the end of the year. Uh, I'm, I'm hinting at that. I'm going to have a more special guest on um, before, the year, before the year is over. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, you're going to see a bunch of episodes um, coming soon. And, uh, yeah, um, so please keep an eye on that. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit the like. Uh, if you've watched this, uh, don't forget to comment. Uh, and if you want to keep up to date with all the stuff that is coming on Game Rivals, uh, don't forget to subscribe. Um, with that out of the way, uh, let's get right into the, the news. Uh, there's a bunch of things that I want to cover. I'm trying to kind of keep this episode uh, as concise as possible uh i want to start with a uh with the new playstation that got announced the slim in quotes unquotes model um it's officially not called the playstation 5 slim um, but everybody's calling it the slim because it's the slim down model um it is indeed uh smaller it is indeed lighter it's i think it's like reduced by 30 percent um it's a smaller footprint uh, most definitely um dave 2d uh, had a video breakdown uh, a literally teardown of the system on his uh, youtube channel i watched that it looks pretty good um i'm kind of curious to see what other uh you know tech youtubers that are probably going to do teardowns um might find more about it um uh, since uh yeah, th th it was a good teardown by uh, dave 2d um, but even he is like, well, I'm not like, I usually don't do this stuff. Um, so, you know, like, I'm kind of curious to see what other uh, YouTubers in that regard are going to say about that. Um, but at least he showed off how to take off the uh, the disk drive because he got the disk drive version. Um, pretty easy. It's just like two like latches and like pop it off. And there's like this proprietary connector that connects it to the PlayStation 5. Important thing to note, by the way, um, should you ever get this new model uh, without the disk drive and be like, oh, I want to get the disk drive, and uh, you're like, oh, the install is pretty easy. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, so you are required to have an internet connection if you attach a disk drive, um, the disk drive, to the system because it has to digitally verify and register uh, that disk drive to your PlayStation 5 Slim. And so, it, it, like, this isn't new. It's just after the whole, like, after everything that we've been going through for over the past couple of years, when it comes to digital locks on systems, it's, 
kind of funny that they decided that they wanted to do that with this um, because seeing as they wanted to stop uh, supporting, you know, older systems, specifically like the online uh, stores and stuff like that for those systems. Um, and they did for like the PSP, but not for like Vita or PlayStation 3. <clears throat> and Nintendo also recently uh, announcing that they're going to stop online service, like online servers for Wii U and 3DS, meaning that you won't be able to play Wii U or 3DS online as of April of next year, 2024. This does bring a little bit of worry because what, like, what is to stop Sony from 10 years, 15 years down the line, deciding to bring down the verification servers for those drives? Then how are you supposed to be able to, like, attach a new drive to it all those years down the road, right? Especially when it comes to, like, video game preservation. Um, are they going to allow it to be able to connect afterwards? I don't know. For now, we shouldn't have to worry unless you live in a place where um, the internet connection, uh, your internet is still kind of crappy. And let's be real. There are still parts of the world that have pretty crappy internet. Um, just because you live in a place, like me, live in a place where the internet is very good, doesn't mean that there aren't places where these things are being sold where the internet is still pretty crappy. So it's kind of... It's not great, which is where I'm getting at. It's not great that they are doing it like this, but it's not like we can stop them. Um, it's not like we can stop them. I don't know. Uh, to me, that's a little bit weird, a little bit disappointing, but at least it's nice to see that it is easy to attach and detach the drive <laughs> at the very least. Um, so yeah, make of that what you will. I think it's supposed to come out. I think it's out now or something. It's a little bit confusing. Like it's getting like staggered releases around the world. So I don't know. I think it's out in the US now or he was able to get an advanced copy or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, if you were planning on picking it up uh, or picking up the disc list, the, the digital only version, um, do keep that in mind that if you do decide to buy the disk drive or if you have the disk drive and you decide to take it off so that it slims down and looks pretty, uh, that when you reattach it, it does require an internet connection to do so. All right. Uh, moving on from uh, Sony peripherals to Microsoft peripherals, or to be more specific, uh, Microsoft uh third-party peripherals, so third-party peripherals that work with like Xbox um, specifically. Um, yeah, those that are not uh, officially um, like sanctioned by Nintendo or Nintendo, by, uh, by Microsoft uh, will see their functionality cease in uh, the near future, very near future. Um, November, as of November 12th, just like in a week of this recording. Um, unauthorized third-party accessories will not be able to be used on Xbox consoles, uh, meaning that if you want to use a third-party uh, controller or what have you on an Xbox uh, console, 
it has to have like the little certified uh, sticker or logo on the box, which means that it was verified by Microsoft that it is compatible with Xbox consoles. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, um, this does include everything. Um, they did bring out some updates. Uh, for one, um, users that use the USB-C the devices through the Xbox uh, adaptive controller uh, will not be impacted. So that's good because the the Xbox uh, adaptive controller um, uses the USB USB connector um, to hook up like third party controllers to the adaptive controller so that it can use it for you know like this for disabled people and whatnot. And those I seriously doubt would be like specifically verified by Xbox because these are just controllers that are used for like a bunch of other stuff. So these are like legit um, accessibility controllers that you can like hook up to the accessibility controller from Xbox. That is fine. Those don't have to worry at the very least. That's nice. Um, so yeah, so like I said, third-party approved controllers, those uh, approved controllers don't have to worry. It's the ones that are not approved by Microsoft um, that will have this uh, have impact on them. So if you have some random AliExpress <laughs> Xbox controller, um, enjoy it while you can because it is going to stop working on the Xbox at least. Um, after uh, an update following November 12th. So there's that. Please keep that in mind. Um, yeah, I'll, okay. So I don't have a good segue for this one, so I'm just going to jump into it. There's a new studio. Yep. The game industry has been blessed, I guess, with a new studio um, with... Uh, Helmed by former World of Warcraft League of Legends lead Greg Street, uh, who announced a new studio and an MMO that they're working on that is codenamed Ghost. Um, not a lot has been known uh, of, of this. They have like a trailer that's for the studio announcement and whatnot. But uh, yeah, um, codenamed Ghost. So there's a new MMO in the works um, for those that are interested in new MMOs. Uh, considering that the studio origin only now has been like announced, assume that this MMO is probably years and years away, um, unless they're way closer than that. I don't know. Um, considering that they're not announcing an official title, but a project name, I'm assuming that it's still years away. But honestly, who's to say um, how long he's been working on this? Um, for a while now. So yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Uh, it's always nice to see a new studio come about, especially one helmed by a veteran of the industry, um, especially since you know he actually worked on like World of Warcraft. Uh, he has that experience there, with, worked on League. So, you know, that the lore stuff and like the character creation stuff and like all that is there. Um, so I'm pretty sure that he's he'll be able to put the he, put, he was he was able to put together a good team um, to work on this. Uh, I'm sure that they're probably still expanding. So you know, if you're interested, I'm pretty sure they have like openings and stuff on their website. So 
Yeah, uh, the studio is called Fantastic Pixel Castle, um, and uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's here. Here's the thing: new studios is always good news because it means more people get to join the industry through a new studio. Um, I know that mostly they'll start off with hiring veterans in the industry because you do want to have that experience when you're starting off. Um, but yeah, that also usually means that they're open to hiring new talent um, because you can't always rely on the old talent. That's pretty cool. What is not cool um, is that uh, Bungie um, recently uh, got the... Well, God, I was about to say got rid of. They technically do, but I, what the proper way to say is that they let go of people sucks um roughly eight percent of the game unit staff was laid off um recently and almost kind of quietly too because like they announced it because they didn't obviously they're not gonna announce like oh we laid some people off um they did announce that they were delaying the uh latest um DLC, uh, what's it called again? The Final Shape uh, to, I want to say June next year. Yeah, June next year. Uh, it was supposed to come out February next year, February 27th. But they delayed it because, well, the development of it has not been going smoothly. Um, and it wasn't living up to their expectations. So they wanted to take more time to polish it, which is... Good. I mean, it's good, but also not great. Um, I'm sure Destiny like players at this point are used to like the delays, so like they'll come back when they when when the new DLC drops. But unfortunately, um, like a pretty hefty chunk of their workforce will not be there to shepherd that, and that probably is also part of the reason why it got delayed. Because if you have less people to work on a project well, then you also have less time. And not only that, they also delayed Marathon. Uh, I don't know if that has... Because um, I think that was supposed to come out next year, and that got delayed. Uh, and I think for a year, which is like, okay. Um, I feel like that part is not so much um that they need to work on the project i think they delayed it because sony is reevaluating their commitment to live services and yeah because they announced a bunch of live services like remember this year we had one game from sony and that was spider-man 2 from insomniac everything else that they announced are future games for like next year and beyond and they're all live services, um, including Helldiver 2, which is also a live service, which is coming out or sometime early next year. I don't know how that's going to go. But yeah, Marathon being delayed makes sense because they also delayed the uh, Factions multiplayer, uh, the, the, the Last of Us Factions multiplayer game uh, due to Bungie's evaluation of the game and saying that the game is like far from being good enough to be released. So that one has been indefinitely delayed. Um, 
The thing that sucks, of course, is this follows like a whole almost a year of like layoffs throughout the gaming industry, uh, where about I think the total of not the total amount, but the rough amount is like six thousand. Like six thousand people in the game industry got laid off this year, something like that. Um, like, don't quote me on that one because I don't have the numbers in front of me right now. There was an article about that, though. That's not great. So I hope that the, the those developers that got laid off were able to land on their feet. Um, that's why, like I said, new studios being announced is great because that means that you know the workforce that got laid off might have a chance to apply to these new studios <clears throat> and get some work uh, there. Um, so I hope they do land on their feet and they, I hope they get good um, good deals. But they do see it does seem like they did get screwed over because um, they were offered uh, unvested stocks which, you know, like big tech companies tend to do um, when they try to retain a workforce. Uh, however, because they were let go, these stocks were not vested yet, which means they haven't returned into actual stocks, which means they're not getting any stocks out of this, which sucks. And like they use that to keep like the talent when Sony bought uh, uh, Bungie um, six months ago. Jeez, like they haven't been there for a year and they're already letting people go despite the fact that they said they wouldn't let people go. So that sucks. Um, yeah, I don't have a good transition for this one either, so sorry about that. But uh, yeah, so Nintendo had their investor meeting for the past quarter and uh, things are looking really good. Uh, Super Mario Wonder sold 4.2 million units. Uh, probably partially because people are super excited about Mario after seeing the Super Mario Brothers movie, um, after going to, like, if you live in the States or if you live in Japan or if you visited any of these places in the past year, you've probably gone to Super Nintendo World and had a blast um, just seeing all the cool Mario stuff and, like, doing the Mario Kart uh, ride and the Yoshi ride and going to the Toad cafe and stuff like that i'm so jealous um <laughs> i wish we had a universals in europe but we do not have that unfortunately someday i will be going to super nintendo world not today unfortunately but uh yeah it's been doing pretty good uh, for them um divesting like their ips and like branching out and stuff and they're going to continue to do so um but one of the things that was brought up uh, during this meeting was um earlier <clears throat> Earlier, uh, earlier uh, in the year, um, well, specifically late in the summer after like Gamescom uh, had occurred, um, they there were rumors coming out that Nintendo's been showing off the next generation system to developers. Um, President Shintaro Furukawa uh, has denied these allegations and said that they are inaccurate and untrue. Um, of course, he's going to say that because. Well, their focus is on this fiscal year, and um, yeah, they've said they are not releasing anything this fiscal year, which ends in March of 2024. Uh, so yeah, of course, they would not say anything about that. That makes absolutely also all the sense of the world. They would not say that. 
they would not also acknowledge that. I think when they finally start talking about that stuff to investors is after the fiscal year has closed. Um, and when they look forward to fiscal year 2025 um, and then start to like get the investors excited about like potential new systems um, without like spoiling it. You know, Nintendo likes to announce stuff themselves before they like put down like the, the roadmap for investors, um, which makes sense, right? And specifically because recently we've been seeing new patents uh, being made public that Nintendo filed, and there are some interesting ideas in there that they might use for the play for the place for the Switch Two or whatever they're going to call it. I personally would love them to call it the Nintendo's uh, the Super Nintendo Switch because. <laughs> That would be so perfect, um, but yeah, of course they're of course he's gonna deny it. He's not gonna talk about that. It's too soon. If he talked about it now, it would like completely screw over their holiday sales, which you know they just released. They just announced some Black Friday bundles, uh, new one, uh, a new Black Friday bundle. Usually they have the you know the Mario Kart Black Friday bundle, but they now also have the Smash Ultimate bundle with an OLED switch. So, you know, they want to be able to sell those. Um, and also a bundle with Joy-Con and Super Mario uh, and Mario Superstar Party or whatever it's called. It was just the Joy-Cons and like the download code for the game. So a hundred bucks or something. It's like, okay. Um, yeah. So of course they're not going to say that during an investor's meeting. What are you crazy? Um, so yeah, th there's that. Um, there's also, in terms of announcements, like I said before in the beginning, GTA 6 might be getting announced very soon, officially, um, with a trailer release. If anything, um, if they do announce it, uh, if they do announce it very soon, uh, my money is on game the game uh, awards because that's in a month. Um, if they are going to show a trailer, it's going to be there. If they're going to announce, if they're just going to do an announcement without a trailer, it's probably going to be sooner rather than later. But if they're going to show a trailer, I don't think they're going to show a trailer just as is. They can, but I feel like if they waited specifically, if Jeff Keighley is, if Jeff Keighley is the Dorito Pope. If Jeff Keighley is the Dorita Pope, I'm pretty sure he would have um, made it that they would debut GTA 6 officially in terms of like actual trailer at the Game Awards. Because let's be real, that's what most people are watching the Game Awards for. Yes, the awards are also important because it is important to acknowledge hard work done in the game industry. And this is one of the ways that we can do it um, outside of the DICE Awards uh, that's usually in March. Um, but yeah, like this is usually like the, the start of like uh, award season, you know, the game awards. Uh, and it's a perfect venue to have such a big announcement uh, being announced there, right? To be shown off there. So if they do announce that GTA 6 is coming, I don't think we're going to see the trailer pop off um until you know like get like the game awards 
if they do show off the trailer before the Game Awards, wow. Um, not that that's not <clears throat> unusual. It would be a little bit disappointing. But yeah, who, who knows? Who knows? Anyways, before we end this episode, we have to talk about the big one, the big, like, breaking news. And I'm so glad that um, I waited before I started recording this episode because holy crap, they're making a Zelda live action movie. I am, ooh, mm, I have, I have opinions on this. <laughs> Believe it or not. Oh my gosh, where do I even begin? Um, mm, yeah, so. Let's just go through the whole thing. Yeah, let's just go through the whole thing. That's where I want to start off with. All right, so they announced a live action movie uh, that is in development currently. Um, it is being uh, like funded by Nintendo for 50%. Um, and the other partner that is financing the movie and going to be distributing the movie is Sony Pictures Entertainment. So it's not universal like they did with uh, Super Mario Brothers, right? Because Universal slash uh, Illumination were the ones that worked on that one. Um, no, this one is Sony Pictures. And yeah, uh, the ones that are going to be producing it, of course, are Nintendo themselves uh, and Arad Productions, um, helmed by uh, Avi Arad, who uh, originally helmed... Uh, Marvel Studios before Kevin Feige came. Uh, so, like, he worked on, like, the first, like, Iron, like, he produced, like, the first Iron Man movie and stuff like that. Which, okay, that's good. Um, they're also responsible for Mobius. But they're also responsible for Into and Across the Spider-Verse. So, you can see where my hesitation lies. Like the, the the production the production studio has worked on good stuff, and it's worked on questionable stuff. Um, <laughs> they like outside of that. Um, they also they also announced uh, who is going to be the writer. Uh, did I miss that one? I think I might have missed that one. Um, Who's actually going to write it? Um, I think the writer is someone that has worked on some actually multiple stuff. Uh, dang, I have to like, look it up. Um, the director is going to be Wes Ball, uh, who worked on a Maze Runner trilogy and is working on a new Planet of the Apes movie. Which, like, if you've seen the Maze Runner movies, I remember watching the first one because I've watched it at least twice. I think I've watched the second one once. I don't remember anything. It's been way too long. I might have to rewatch the whole trilogy again because I've never seen the third movie. So I don't know how that one is going to work. But I will say this. The first Maze Runner movie was actually pretty good. Uh, it was really well like shot, really well directed. I'm not going to say like it was a bad movie or anything. Um, it was pretty cool and suspenseful. Um, yeah, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is the one that he's currently working on. Okay. Um, and uh, dang it, I do not remember. I do not see who's going to be working, who's writing it. I don't. 
Um, yeah, but whoever the I do know that the person that's working on it is um, who's doing the writing for it is a pretty like has a pretty decent pedigree. I'll have to double check on it on the, on that one. So, so my apologies. Um, but yeah, sorry, it just really caught me off guard and like, I'm trying to get all the unnecessary information that I possibly can. Um, but yeah, like the, the writer, like the writer stuff only just got announced. So it's like kind of hard to like figure out who is doing the writing because the reportings are just kind of all over the place. Um, but yeah, so that, it, that's okay. So, um, is that everything? Yeah. Okay. I think that's everything for now. So let, let, let me let me put it this way. So I think when uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie came out, after it came out, after I saw it, um, I did talk about it on the podcast a little bit, and I remember saying specifically that if they're going to do a Zelda movie, I kind of wanted to be a anime movie not an animated movie an anime like a straight up anime movie like by studio trigger or maybe mappa or madhouse because i feel like they have the right set of like they have access to the right people to animate something as grandiose as a zelda movie right that's how I feel about it. Um, that's something that I would have loved to see, especially after seeing the, you know, like the announcement trailer for um, specifically like um, Kid Icarus uh, Pit in Smash Ultimate, where they announced Palatina. That one is 2D animated. That's 2D. And it's Link versus Pit. And it's pretty well animated. I mean, it's not like, it's not like Studio Trigger level kind of stuff, but it's really cool animated. Like Link looks really cool, and the action looks actually like really good. So that got me excited for more than anything to have an anime style, um, you know, like movie because that would f- I feel like that fits the Zelda MO a bit better. There were all, I, also I do realize there were rumors like years and years ago that they were working on a Zelda live action movie, but that never materialized or we never saw really anything about it. Um, and yeah, like people have made fan like trailers of what a live action Zelda movie would be, and those are fine. But there are so many questions when it comes to like making a Zelda movie since Link has always been a mute protagonist. So if you're going to, like, what? how are they going to tackle this? Clearly, he's not going to be a mute protagonist anymore. Um, we're going to have a link that will have voiced lines. Um, whether this would have been an anime mo- movie or an animated, 3D animated movie, um, Link will always get a voice. Who is going to play Link in the live action? Like, people are already making memes like, oh, it's going to be Chris Pratt, you know, because Chris Pratt plays everything. (laughs) Or it's going to be Tom Holland because, you know, they have worked with Tom Holland before with that same production studio because they also produced uh, the Uncharted movies and, of course, the 
Spider, the new Spider-Man trilogy, you know, the, the homecoming, far away from home, no way home, um, which also starred Tom Holland. So you have to think, okay, would they cast Tom Holland as Link? I don't know. Maybe I, they may go for a very unconventional like actor. Maybe they go for someone new and unknown. Um, at this point in time, it's kind of weird that they announced it in this way because they just like announced it on Twitter. Um, Miyamoto is going to be co-producing it. Um, that's like, I think he also co-produced uh, the Super Mario movie. So, like, at least they're like Nintendo once again will be hands-on on this project, which voted, which did pretty well for like the Super Mario Bros. movie. Um, some things that they probably could have done better, like crediting people properly um, uh, at the end, uh, would have been nice. Um, but yeah, it's. I am very conflicted about this because it's live action. And yes, we did just have the live action one piece uh, TV show. And it, that actually was good. Uh, kudos to that, to that team. Um, but I feel like, like that, like they were bound to actually get a win considering that all their live actions on Netflix based on anime, all kind of suck, butt. Um, but yeah, this is Nintendo staking their own money on it. So I have to feel that they are going to do their best to have it be cast appropriately, have the story be written, um, according to probably like their design Bibles and whatnot. Uh, we're probably going to see a lot of changes to the, the Zelda universe, uh please do not bring the gosh darn timeline into this crap this movie is not gonna do anything with the timeline it's not gonna be interacting anything like if they do decide to just re like retell a story that has already been told as in a if they're just going to remake a game into a movie that's not gonna end well i'm gonna say that much um I feel like if they're going to do anything, they're going to make an original uh, an original story like they did with Mario. That's not saying a lot. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's not like they were going to make like the Super Mario 64 movie or the Super Mario Odyssey movie. Um, although I would like to see that. No, 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 no. We're not going to give them any ideas. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This feels very conflicting to me. I did not want a live-action Zelda movie. I'm going to be honest. I know that a lot of people out there have been wanting a live-action Zelda movie for years. I am not one of those people. I have never wanted a live-action Zelda movie because I know that they would screw it up because it's Hollywood. Hollywood's very bad at that right now, especially with the 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 the, the, the strike still going on. Yeah, the writer strikes over, so the writer can actually work on writing the story, but they can't cast anybody outside of Scabs. And I, I really hope they're not gonna like hire scabs, because like, what would the quality be of that? Um, yeah. So they have no actors to choose from because the the actors are on strike. SAG-AFTRA is still on strike. So when is this movie coming to come out? 
probably still years away because how are you going to cast people if they're all still on strike? So I don't know um, when we'll see the cast of this movie. Uh, I'm pretty sure that the movie will get a lot of rewrites in the meantime. (laughs) Uh, I don't know who's doing the screenplay for this, but mm, y'all got your work cut out for you. I'm going to say that right now. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the Super Mario Brothers actually movie actually did set a bar. Uh, if you suck, if you underperform that and you kind of kill the Zelda IP, oh boy, uh, I kind of feel that Nintendo might actually like retract themselves from the movie industry right then and there. So please, please <laughs> make it a good movie. That's all we're asking for. Just be a good movie and then everything will be okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh no. Mm, yeah. Can you tell that I'm conflicted? <laughs> oh, I'm so conflicted about this announcement and this the fact that this movie is a thing. I'm so conflicted. Um, but anyway, I'm just going to end it there. Sorry. Like I said, there was probably going to take them up the most time. I actually kept it quite concise. Um, so again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. If you're again, watching this on YouTube, don't forget to leave a like comment, uh, subscribe so that you can keep up to date with the podcast. Uh, if you're listening to this on a podcasting service, um, we're on every podcasting service. Uh, Spotify is our home. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Club Podcast, uh, Stitcher Overcast, you name it, we're probably there. Um, so don't forget to subscribe there as well. Uh, you can always reach me on Instagram uh, at Maximilian underscore X. Uh, I'm always streaming Tuesdays and Thursdays and any day in between whenever possible on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Maximilian underscore X. Uh, you can also reach us uh, via email, gamerivalsfeedback at gmail.com. Uh, you can also, uh, I think, no, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. All right. So that's it. Uh, and as always, I have been and always will be Maximilian X, and I will see all of you beautiful rivals next time. Later. Bye.